Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. If this message impacts you in any way, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, everybody. How are you? Is everyone good? Okay, I've decided in my welcome this morning, there's two, people, two types of people at Christmas. Everyone agree? This type and the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> Who loves being festive at Christmas? Come on. Who's going to wear this kind of stuff all day? No? Oh, come on. Grumpy Grinches. It's going to be so fun. So beautiful. So I think I peaked a bit early this morning. I arrived early. They were rehearsing Christmas carols. I came in. Wow! It's Christmas! They were like, wow, what she had for breakfast. <laughs> for those of you who have never uh, met me before, my name's Alicia. And uh, it's absolutely fantastic to uh, share a very quick Christmas message with you this morning as we celebrate Christmas together. You don't want... Oh, they ran the wrong way. Oh, that wasn't very good. Oh, we, we do awkward things at Christmas, don't we? <laughs> oh, I love it. So I, um, I want to share a message this morning just very quickly about great expectations. Did anyone have any great expectations about what Christmas is going to bring this year? Anybody just think about what might be under the tree when you got home? Or maybe you've already opened your presents and it was an epic fail. Anybody had any epic fails this morning? Not met the, their expectations? Well, today is a day that uh, we celebrate together with those that we love, friends and family. And maybe it's a day that we also miss people who can't be with us or are no longer with us. And so I hope this morning's just a little ray of uh, sunshine, a little bit of a bright spark in the middle of your Christmas day. And uh, I know there's plenty of examples in this room about how you celebrate Christmas. I know there's going to be people here who are slightly OTT Christmas fans. I know all about you guys. You've been preparing for months for today. You've had great expectations of Christmas. Your Christmas tree is gorgeous. You colour code your wrapping under the tree. Come on, you know who you are. <laughs> your food preparations, they're ticking over in the back of your mind already. But there's some of you who are keeping it really low key. These are the guys that have got uh, the foot high Christmas tree that stays decorated all year and you shove it in the shed and then you bring it out and stick it on the coffee table. Yeah, yes, I know there's a few of you. And some of you have been shopping for months, preparing for everybody. And some of you have bought one present and you bought it yesterday at 5pm. Now, as for me, I fit into the first category. I don't know how you guessed that, but I'm slightly OTT. I love Christmas. Huge expectations about what Christmas Day is going to bring. And so I get all organised and I have the whole month of December planned out about everything that's going to happen for Christmas. Unfortunately, my husband is not one of those people. And so Christmas shopping for me is part of the whole Christmas experience. Anyone love Christmas shopping? Yeah, there's a couple of us, and you'll see us in town. We're the ones wandering with a smile on our face, singing with the Christmas carols in the stores, bumping into the grumpy people who are on a mission. And my husband's expectation of Christmas shopping is make a list, get it done, divide and conquer, and get out of there as quickly as possible. 
So we went to Eastlands a couple of months ago with a list and I like to just kind of, you know, have a vibe. You know, I like to build the expectation about what I might find in the shops. And Mark said, right, what are you going to get? I'm getting that. I'm going to that shop. You go to that shop. Boys, you're going to that shop. Divide and conquer. Bang, bang, bang. In the car. He ruined the expectations of my Christmas. <laughs> but you know, expectations are funny things, aren't they? Expectations are kind of like an imaginary picture that we build up in our mind, a standard that we kind of have to set. And Christmas is one of those incredible times where our expectations about what it's supposed to be like versus what it's like can sometimes be a bit mixed up. So about 600 years before Jesus was born, there was a prophecy in Isaiah. And Isaiah was a prophet and it was a really dark time for the people of Israel at the time. They were under pressure from an army, the Assyrian army. They were broken up. Their cities had been destroyed. And Isaiah came out and he said this. He said, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. And for those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. And you will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned. They will be fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government will rest upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and his government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. And so this prophecy came into a really dark time for the Israelites. And they were looking at that. It built up an expectation about who this child could be. Who, who would come and how would he come? He was a warrior. He was going to stop the wars. He was going to defeat mighty armies. He was going to take these people out of slavery, stop the bad things that were happening in the world. He was going to come potentially in a blaze of glorious light and ride in with a sword and stop it all. And the expectations that they had, I imagine, were huge, waiting for this child. And yet here we are on Christmas Day and we celebrate the birth of a little baby in what historians say was basically a cave on straw with animals. Maybe not the way we expected it. But it's interesting because Jesus didn't come to live up to our expectations. His purpose was not to fulfill the picture that we created for him, It wasn't for God to correct everything that we saw that was wrong with the world. And it wasn't in accordance with the movie that we created in our own minds. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 20 says this, So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars 
and the world's brilliant debaters. God has made the wisdom of this world look foolish. You see, when Jesus came, he didn't come so that we could try and live up to his standard. We didn't, he didn't come so we could try and live up to the expectations that he would set for us. But that we could live out of him. Today on Christmas Day, it's not a day of expectations that we need to live up to. We don't need the best food. We don't need the best presents. We don't need the nicest tree. Today's the day when we remember that we live out of Christmas. You see, through the birth of Jesus and his life, this little baby that came was God, fully man, here on earth. His birth, he lived, he died, but then he was resurrected. He came back to life again. And through that process, what he came to do was actually grab our lives, pay the penalty on our behalf, and restore us to the original intention of what God had for our lives. It was a place that we can live out of, not up to. John 10.10 said he came that we might have life and have it to the full. So the birth of Jesus wasn't what the Israelites expected, but it was exactly what they needed. It wasn't a way that met the Israelites' expectations. They thought a warrior was coming. They thought this incredibly powerful person was going to come and chop down the Assyrian army and destroy the Romans by the time they got to over 600 years later. But no, he came as a baby. And rather than a warrior that would break them out of slavery in the way they thought, he came to break us out of slavery from sin. He didn't come in a way that we expected, but he came with exactly what we needed. Sometimes God shows up in our lives in a way that we didn't expect, but it's exactly what we need. Today on Christmas Day, my prayer is that we wouldn't be so busy trying to live up to our own expectations or trying to live up to some expectation that you think God has on you, but that you would know that because of Jesus, born to us, we can live out of him every day. Out of him, out of his love, his hope, his peace, his joy, his compassion, his generosity his power, his purpose, his victory, his strength, his holiness, his gifts, his sufficiency, his healing, his righteousness and his salvation. Jesus didn't come to create more expectations on you. He didn't come to set a standard, to put something in front of you that you had to live up to. He came that you could live out of what he brings Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, who is the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus came to give. He came to give his life for you. He came to set you free. And he came to give you a hope. So I don't know whether today 
is happy for you or somewhat sad. I don't know whether you're going home to something that's crazy busy or quiet, a house full of people, or maybe you're going home on your own. Whether you're dreading Auntie Leela turning up, taking over the kitchen and commenting on how much weight you've put on this year. (laughs) But whatever you go home to after today, may you know on Christmas that Jesus is with you more than anything, that you would know that he is with you in any circumstance. And he's the perfect reason for Christmas. He's the one thing we can have an expectation of that never fails. He will never, ever fail us, regardless of our circumstances. In Isaiah, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light, and those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government will rest upon his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And his government and its peace will never end. Amen? Amen. Why don't we just stand up this morning while the musicians come? And I'm just going to pray for you at Christmas. I hope that we've managed this morning to blow any Grinch left in you out. No Grinches to leave here this morning. Because we live out of Jesus. He has everything we need this morning. Every bit of joy, every bit of fun, every bit of hope. He is the reason for today. And so this morning, I'm going to pray for you, that you'd know him greater today than ever before. God, I thank you for your presence here this morning. Jesus, today, just for one minute, we just stop. And we thank you. We thank you that you came that you lived among us, that you understand the the challenges of this human existence, that you knew pain, that you knew happiness, that that you knew what it was to cry out to your Heavenly Father in prayer. And Jesus, because of what you did on that cross for us, there is nothing that we can go through that's too far for you to reach. that for every single one of us you died on a cross you paid the penalty and you did that for me and you did it so that my life can be full of joy and peace that I could be restored to God you did it so that my past can be erased that my expectations of myself can be dropped, that, that supernaturally my life can be filled with something other than what I try to make it. So Jesus, today we just stop and we thank you. We thank you for what you did.
And just while we take a moment on this Christmas day to remember Jesus, if you're here this morning and you would like someone just to pray for you, if you're feeling particularly vulnerable today on Christmas day or there's something on your heart that you would like someone to pray with you about, or maybe this morning you don't come to church regularly. Maybe, Maybe you don't know what it is to have Jesus part of your world, to be able to pass your cares to Him, to be able to receive just this incredible joy and peace. If that's you this morning and, and you would like, maybe on Christmas Day, to receive the greatest gift that was ever given, we're going to be up here at the front when the service is finished. And if you would like to come up here, we will pray with you. And your world will change on this Christmas day. The old will be gone. And a new heart, a new love, a new peace will flood your world. So if that's you after the service, we would love to pray with you. Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. We hope you've enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more, you can find us at c3hobart.org.au.